Welcome back to another episode of Living Your Holiest Hot Mess Life. Today we are continuing the Beatitudes. If you did not listen to Monday or Tuesday's podcast, I truly recommend going back. (laughs) I'm grateful to Jesus for his teachings, all of the things he's taught, even the ones I don't like and the ones that are hard, like loving our enemies. (laughs) But I'm grateful for the Beatitudes because they really bring me deeper and higher in my understanding of God's expectations for my life. And so as we live our holiest hot mess lives, we can study the Beatitudes on a regular basis and they remind us of who God is expecting us to be and of how God's rewarding us as we grow in those expectations. So on today we are looking at Matthew chapter 5 verse 5 which reads, happy are those who are humble. They will receive what God has promised. I love I love how often Jesus models humility for us, right? Like he could have come down here like any of the Avengers. That's the first thing that comes to mind. <laughs> I think about, I don't know about you, but I love the Avenger movies. I just, I just, I don't know. I just love the superhero movies. Um, and it's not because I'm expecting some superhero to show up and rescue me. I think it's just because I think superheroes are so flawed and To me, it's a reminder that all of us can be superheroes, that we don't have to be perfect to be superheroes, that the only superhero who was ever perfect was Jesus. And yet, Jesus is so humble. He could have showed up here in any form, and yet he came in the form of a baby to be born in poverty. And he's so humble in the way that he loves the sinners, right? He doesn't want to live in a mansion. He wants to, I mean, he's willing to sleep in a field. And he's willing to walk everywhere. He doesn't have to ride in fancy carriages or on fancy horses. And when I think about how Jesus models humility for us, and then I think about, you know, the religious leaders of his time and the religious leaders of our time, I think about, and even political leaders of our time and all kinds of leaders of our time, I think about how it's so important for us to continue to be humble and to not allow anything that the world tells us about ourselves that's good or positive or puffing up that should not be our goal that should not be our our compass so let's pause and reflect think about a time where you wanted to be puffed up and proud about something and you were either able to be humble about it or god humbled you because he will and we'll be right back I think of times, when I think of times where I haven't been humble, God's humbled me, it always makes me laugh because it's super embarrassing. But, (laughs) and then when I think of times where I have um, been humble in the midst of, like really humble, not that false humility, like, but truly humble and in awe of how God has done something through me, um, I do receive what God's promised. I think about how God has promised us so much throughout his holy word. Like when we think about how, We know God has um, promised to give us a future and a hope, right, in Jeremiah. And we think about how God has promised us to bless us and not to curse us. When we think about the promises in Deuteronomy for people who follow God. Um, And granted, the promises in Deuteronomy were that you were supposed to follow all those laws, but we've been set free from having to do that because of Jesus. So now we have, you know, not new laws, but new expectations, which really boil down to just loving one another, which also would have humility come into play there. And I think about times where I've been so humbled 
so humbled. Um, I'll give a recent example. I do a lot of marriage counseling and sometimes people come to me and they just really want to do what honors God and they really want to fix their marriage and they really want to um, problem solve. And it's exciting to be part of that process as a marriage counselor. And then other times people come to me and they really want to just point fingers at their spouse. (laughs) And they really are almost like looking for me to give them permission to get a divorce. And I'm not going to do that. Um, Or they're looking for me to take their side and blame their spouse. And I'm not going to do that either. And so what I do as a marriage counselor, especially as a Christian marriage counselor, is I'm constantly pointing people back to the Word of God. I'm constantly telling them, like, this is God's expectation for you and your part in your marriage. And so when I do that, sometimes people listen and sometimes they don't. And sometimes people's marriages are miraculously healed and wonderful, amazing things happen. And sometimes... People dig in and they don't want to do anything and they end up in divorce. And it's always heartbreaking either way. Um, So when I think about most recently, um, there was a married couple that I was helping and I didn't think they were going to make it. And I would just, I I mean, I pray and pray and pray and pray and pray for everybody that I work with in counseling. Um, But I was really praying that God would humble them, both of them, (laughs) and change their hearts because neither one of them was budging. And it was just exhausting as someone who was trying to help them time after time to see them not want to give in to what God was commanding them to do in their marriage. And then there was a breakthrough. And I'm not even quite sure what what, what happened in the breakthrough like on the physical realm, but spiritually there was a breakthrough and one of them really just started to do what the Bible commands as a husband and a wife. And I got this amazing text recently just praising God for how God used me to be a blessing in their marriage and how like they can't even believe how things have turned around and how they're sorry they didn't listen, you know, like a year and a half ago. <laughs> and we we can laugh about it and they're still in counseling and there's still a lot of work to be done. But I didn't take any credit for that. Like I truly just cried because I was so grateful to God that he uses me as a vessel that had nothing to do with me and everything to do with God. Because there were times, if I'm being perfectly honest, where I'm counseling married couples sometimes, and I tell God, can I just tell them I'm not the counselor for them because this is exhausting. Because it is exhausting when you're trying to help someone and they don't seem to receive your help. So I say all that to say that when we are humble, we receive what God has promised. When I humbly continued to just pursue God and to pray for this married couple and to continue to speak life into both of them and to continue to speak the word of God to both of them, that's where the change happened in their marriage. And I had to move my own desires out and my own frustrations out of the way to be humble, to just let God speak through me. And I think that God's promises are so much more than we can ever imagine. And we have to get out of the way. We have to allow God to work through us and around us so that we are able to see his promises come to pass in our lives. So as we live our holiest hot mess lives, let us be mindful to be humble. Let us be mindful to be reliant on God and to not expect others to do things for us, but to truly look for opportunities to do things for others, to have servant-minded hearts the way Jesus was servant-minded. Let's pray. 
Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Father God. Lord, we thank you and praise you for who you are, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord, we thank you, Father God, for this word of wisdom from Jesus that we are happy when we are humble. We are blessed when we are humble because we will receive what you have promised. Lord, you bless those of us who are humbly able to to minimize ourselves and maximize what you've commanded us to do in loving one another. Help us to continue to follow Jesus' patterns, Lord God. Help us to continue to operate out of a spirit of humility, Lord God. Help us, Lord, as we live our holiest, hotness lives, to truly, Lord, truly put others first, Lord God. And not to get puffed up in our own abilities, Lord God, but to remember that everything we have and everything we're able to do comes from you, Lord. And without you, we are but filthy rags. Have your way in us and help us to glorify you. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. I pray this was a blessing for you. I pray that you will like, share, and subscribe, and that you'll come back to hear more tips and strategies on how to live your holiest, hot, mess life. God bless.